I love reading the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. It shows us the power of God to exalt us. Even when things seem to go wrong, God brings us through it and exalts us in the kingdom of God. There's a lot to learn from these scriptures of the Old Testament. Paul said all these things happened as examples for us. Take your time with them. Think about them. Think of the miracle God has performed over and over and over in the life of his children. Joseph's brothers hated Joseph and envied Joseph because his father loved Joseph more than all of his brothers, and he made him a coat of many colors. And God was with Joseph and gave him dreams to show him what was going to happen. And they envied him and hated him. One day while they were in the field, they stripped Joseph of his coat of many colors. They planned to kill him and planned to dip the coat of many colors in animal blood and take it to their father and ask, we know we don't know if this is our brother's coat or not, but we found this. So the father would know he was dead. But a change came. God put a change in their plan to save Joseph. At the time they were in the field and planning this against Joseph, they saw a group of Ishmaelites who were traders, bought and sold things, and took them down into Egypt to sell them. So they said, let's don't kill Joseph, but rather let's sell him to the Ishmaelites to be taken into Egypt as a slave. Now Joseph was 17 years old at this time, just a young kid. God caused Joseph to prosper everywhere he was because he belonged to God and God had plans for his life. So they took Joseph up out of the pit and sold him for 20 pieces of silver. And the Ishmaelites took Joseph with them down into Egypt as a slave where he was sold to Pontifer, the captain of Pharaoh's guard. The captain of Pharaoh's guard recognized that God was with Joseph and he made everything he touched to prosper. So he put Joseph in charge of his house and he served Pontifer as second in charge of the whole house. 
Everything was going well for Joseph until Pontifer's wife was attracted to him. She set her eyes upon Joseph to have sex with him. Genesis 39, verses 8 and 9. But he, Joseph, refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master knoweth not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath unto my hand. There is none greater in this house than I. Neither hath he kept anything back from me but thee, because thou art his wife. And Joseph said to Potiphar's wife, How then can I do this great wickedness? and sin against God. Verse 10, And it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not to her, to lie with her, or to be with her. And it came to pass, that Joseph went into the house one day, to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there with him. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And Joseph left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. He got himself away. From the wife. He fled. I had something similar to this happen to me once. I went to a church service with one of the men from the church who said he was a prophet. We got back to my apartment. I asked him if he would like coffee, and he said he would. So he came into the apartment. I put the coffee on and came back out of the kitchen, and he was standing there totally naked. I was, of course, very shocked. He grabbed me and tried to rape me. I broke loose from him, grabbed my car keys, left my apartment, got in my car, and hid. I was watching the apartment to see if he left. Shortly after he did leave, I went back in the apartment and locked the door. The thing you do, if at all possible, is to get loose from the person and flee. In the Old Testament, there is a rule of God where if the woman is approached by 
a man in the city this way. She is to cry out for help. If she is in the country, she is held guiltless because there was no one around in the country to help her. But she was to cry out for help if she was in the city. And then she was held guiltless regardless of what happened because she tried to get away. Joseph fled. Even though he had to leave his garment with her, the important thing was for him to avoid this sin in the sight of God. So she grabbed his garment and he fled. In 1 Corinthians 6, we'll take time to read a section of scripture. Start at verse 15. Paul says to the men in the congregation, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the member of Christ and make them the members of an harlot, a prostitute? God forbid. Shall I have sex with a harlot? Paul is saying, God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot has sex with a prostitute is one body. For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. This applies to both men and women. If you have sex outside of marriage, you are one body with that person, even as you are one body with the marriage partner. So Paul says in verse 18, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. They don't teach this in churches. And yet this is one of the most important things you could teach a young person, both men and women. Flee fornication because at the time of sexual intercourse, you become one body with that person, whether you're married or not, even if it's a prostitute. You become one body with that person. God causes it to happen. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Therefore, Paul says, flee fornication. That's exactly what Joseph did. He knew it was a great wickedness and a sin against God. Flee fornication. 
The New Testament scripture again is in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. Back to Genesis 39, verse 12. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. In those days, they wore floor-length robes. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out away from her. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth. Now she's got evidence against him and she bears false witness to the other men of the household and to her husband when he returns home. By the false witness, Joseph is put into the dungeon of the king's prison. What a dreadful thing! But God is going to take this very thing and turn it for good and exalt Joseph to second in the whole nation of Egypt behind Pharaoh. When the famine comes to Egypt, Joseph is in charge of the distribution and the selling of all the food that is going to be stored up. Joseph is in charge of feeding Egypt and the other nations because he was put in prison and God causes a set of circumstances to arise to put him in this position of being second in the nation of Egypt. But at first, it looks very bad for Joseph. Start reading again. Genesis 39, verse 13. And it came to pass, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, that she called unto the men of her house and spake unto them, saying, See, he, my husband, hath brought in an Hebrew unto us to mock us. And he came in to me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. And it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. None of that is true. And you notice how that ties in with Leviticus and the Old Testament instruction. If the woman is in the city, that she is to cry out for help if someone tries to rape her. Verse 16, And she laid up Joseph's garment by her until his Lord came home, her husband got home. She lied about Joseph to her husband 
and showed him Joseph's garment, which he had left behind. And the master was angry and put Joseph into Pharaoh's prison. But even in this, God will use this to accomplish his purpose. For from prison, Joseph will catch the attention of Pharaoh and rise in power to second in the kingdom of Egypt. Genesis 39 But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. Joseph was put in charge of all the prisoners, though he was a prisoner. And whatsoever they did there, he, Joseph, was the doer of it. Verse 23, The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with Joseph. And that which Joseph did, the Lord made it to prosper. And God showed this to the keeper of the prison. Joseph wasn't like other men. God was with him. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.